What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the 49th installment of the Legionnaire Podcast. I am one half of your astoundingly beautiful co-hosting duo. I am Cal, and I am joined for the third day in a row by my brother, Will. Yeah, this is the 49th one that we've recorded, but I guess in release order, I think this one will be 48, 47. 48. Yeah, this will be the middle pack. This is the middle pack episode. Yes. Of our recording extravaganza that we've been doing over the past couple of days. Yes, this is 48, episode 48. Oopsies. Yeah, we're back again, though. Um, We have a new topic today. Indeed we do. We are talking about the man, the myth, the legend. I am Boba Fett. The book. Well, yeah, I mean, we're talking about the book of Boba Fett, but you know. You said the man, the myth, and then I said the book. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. Hey, we're going to talk about book of Boba Fett on this episode because... um. I don't know. I think this show is kind of flying under the radar for like the general public right now. I mean, they put out a bunch of stuff, but I feel like, I don't know. There's not, there's not as much buzz around this as I feel like um, Mandalorian season two. Well, I think it's, I think that's happening because with season one of Mando that didn't get any, any hype at all. Like they promoted, they promoted Mando really hard for season one because it needed to if mando didn't succeed in season one we there's no shot that we'd be getting these shows right now mm-hmm. um and i there's even friends of mine who are star wars fans and they were like i'm not gonna watch the mandalorian and i was like okay well you're an idiot because that looks it looks amazing yeah and i mean i think that's gonna be the same thing with this because i think people are sort of thinking the same thing they look at and they're like it looks dumb but i mean the issue with that with the difference between mando and boba fett is um nobody knew who the mandalorian was boba fett is like one of the most iconic star wars bounty hunters in the entire saga and you hated boba fett up until he came back me yeah you well you didn't hate him but i never hated him i just disagreed with everyone said he was the greatest bounty hunter in the galaxy i was like he literally followed han solo in episode five and then in episode six, he was drunk the entire time. Yeah. And this was pre-Mando. Now, since season two of Mando has come out, I mean, come on. It's kind of yeah. tough to say that Boba Fett isn't a badass. Yeah. He's a, he's something. But yeah, that show comes out now uh, on the 29th. Yes. 29th. 29th of December. Yeah, we're two, three days away from it. Um. But yeah, it's definitely not getting as much attention as like clearly a season two of Mando is, but I don't, I think after the first episode, I hate that it's coming out on a Wednesday. We've talked about it before. Wednesday episodes are stupid. Yeah. And it's just ruins the week. I mean, like it's fun to like look forward to a Friday. It is. It's just like doing like a work week and a school week. And it's like Wednesday. It just does not fit. It doesn't fit neatly into my schedule. Yeah. But I'm I'm very excited for this for this show to come out because there hasn't been any live action Star Wars content now for over a year. Yep. Yeah, the last live action thing was watching Luke Skywalker lay waste to dark troopers on uh uh that Imperial cruiser. Yeah, I don't remember what the name of it was now. 
Moff Gideon's ship or whatever that name, Mm -hmm. the name of the ship was. But yeah, I've been, and the way that they ended off Mando as well, because this is basically, let's just dive in because they talk about how, Oh, is there rumors that the Mandalorian is going to show up in it? And I read a report today that, um, John Favreau, uh, when he was watching the Marvel movies and like he had seen other heroes and characters show up in like different movies, like when Hulk showed up in Thor three and Dr. Strange showed up in Thor three and Dr. Strange is in Spider-Man two. And you have other characters showing up in each other's shows. I read something today saying that that sort of inspired him um, with the book of Boba Fett. And I think that that's going to be something similar now, where I think we're going to see like other star Wars characters sort of like mesh in and flow through. Like if the timelines like overlap, because that already happened in the Mandalorian with Ahsoka Tano mm-hmm. and Luke Skywalker, Luke, obviously from the beginning, we knew Luke was going to show up. I yeah, mean, you and I did. Nobody else did. Yeah. I don't think Ahsoka was in their plans, like from the very beginning, but the shoe fits. It did. I mean, it were, it fell into place. So I, I'm not going to complain at all about that. But I, I think I definitely think that Mando is going to show up in this because this is basically from what the general Star Wars public has been saying is it's like Mando season 2.5. Yeah, I'm, I wonder what they mean by that because I don't know. I think Mando season three is going to deal with retaking Mandalore and then Bo-Katan fighting uh, Mando Dindarshan. So, I don't. I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like they're just saying Mando two point five because like he was in Mandalorian season two. It's similar to, I mean, Captain America: Civil War, where they're like, this is basically Avengers two point five. Yeah, like I think it's like it's like sort of like that, like token that they're giving this season or this show, I should say. But I mean, it based off of the marketing and the promotions for it, it looks like it's very, very much like for Boba Fett fans. They're finally gonna get that backstory and like actual characterization for Boba Fett instead of Daniel Logan attack of the clones and then clone wars Boba Fett and then old Boba Fett now who's going to be a crime Lord. And it looks like we're actually going to get more in depth into his character. And there's a port there's, they've talked about how even tomorrow Morrison has come out and said that we're going to see what he was doing. He said between episodes five and six, I thought he meant between episode between episode six and seven. Well, Mando season two, yeah, or season one, episode five. I don't know. That's I. I wouldn't be. I'd be okay with flashbacks because I feel like it just adds more to the myth. I mean, like you could do a lot with him in between five and six too. Like just flashing back on like him. Just I don't know, hunting down. Han Solo or him well I guess him getting Han Solo to Jabba the Hutt I feel like that's not that's no easy ordeal yeah how much time is in between episode five and six is it two years or is it a year two years I can quick google it here real quick but uh... I mean he probably was still doing other bounties in the meantime I can't imagine he stayed on Tatooine for that whole time period because it gave enough time for Luke to sort of sharpen his Jedi Knight skills or his Jedi skills, I should say. So it looks like between five and six is about one year. Okay. Yeah. I figured it was a year, two max. I'd be surprised if it was two years. But 
Yeah, I mean, I I doubt Boba Fett stayed on Tatooine the whole time when he had delivered Han Solo to him. So, I mean, maybe there is like, we see him do some bounties in between that time period. We see maybe some interactions with him and Jabba. That'd be interesting to see because he's the, the he's going to rule with respect, not fear. Wait, how's he going to rule? Eh, I, I plan to rule with respect. That's all the trailers have said. Any market, any trailer that has come out for the show, it's Boba Fett saying Jabba ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. It's like, okay, we get it. You said it now in the past 20 TV spots that have come out. Yeah, no, I'm still trying to figure out how he's going to rule. But, um, no, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I want to see like more. I mean, I could like, I'd be okay if they showed it, but I don't know. I really want to see like moving forward him ruling as the crime lord like if we go back and do a little bit of flashback of him doing missions i'm cool with that i think the i i don't know i mean we'll see because i thought this tv show was supposed to be six episodes but i read a report saying now it's going to be eight yeah i don't know at this point i'll just see how it's going we'll make our decision yeah well i mean if that feels like it ended i mean i after this show ends i'm i'm sure that that another marvel show will come out because i don't think they want their shows to they want to avoid their shows overlapping um and releasing on the same days because you know wednesdays are the new fridays but i i think that the this first episode might sort of be like a little more of like a backstory and what is like what has boba fett actually been up to so i want to see that because i mean again the only things that we really know about boba fett is that he's a clone from Django Fett. The, the original like man who made the... He didn't make the clone army, but he's the original DNA base for the clone army. And we know that Boba Fett is a bounty hunter. Like Those are like the only two things that we really know about him. Mm-hmm. And it's not like there's much... It's not like you need to know a bunch of other things about him. Like He's technically Mandalorian by, um, by Creed, but not really. He sort of just like has the armor. The armor was my father's. Um, it's got a chain coat on it though. So it, it has gone down through his family cause Django Fett wasn't even an official Mandalorian either from Star Wars canon. I guess he wasn't like an official Mandalorian, but I think he was, they rewrote that. I think did they? Yeah. But I mean like, cause his, like his dad, I mean his dad, um, Django Fett, like in the Clone Wars, I said he was no Mandalorian. And then when Boba Fett gets the arm, he's like, look, this was my father's. It was given to him during the Mandalorian Wars or something like that. Or like, he was a Mandalorian. He fought in the Mandalorian Wars or something like that. So they did a little bit of, like, retconning. But, because initially, I remember in the Clone Wars, um, uh, Prime Minister Almec was like, Jango Fett was no Mandalorian. Um, also, I'm reading that the Book of Boba Fett is seven episodes. Why such an odd number? I don't know. That's odd. I mean, WandaVision was nine episodes, so who knows why they chose seven? Yeah. Um. But I, yeah, I, I'm excited to see because we never get into the underworld for Star Wars. Like we've never actually gotten a bet. Like we kind of did with Solo, but that was more so just barely skimming the level with Crimson Dawn and getting an understanding of how like that whole world was working and we sort of got a better glimpse at it as well um with maul and the pikes uh towards the end of season seven of the clone wars with uh 
Ahsoka's arc with the Martina sisters, but that was only like an episode or two where we actually started like to understand how the syndicates were working. And I think now the thing that excites me is that we actually get to see like the criminal underworld for star Wars. And we get to see now, like how is it ruling? And like, how does that like entire world function? Like do the different syndicates have to work together? Like with the black sun and the pikes and um, crimson, like is crimson Dawn even still like a crime syndicate uh, after the death of Darth Maul from Star Wars rebels? Like I'm curious now, and because then you have competition yeah because i mean boba fett's taking over basically like the hut clan and like the uh whatever, whichever syndicate that the huts run it's i'm curious now because it, it was called like the hut clan for like their syndicate so i'm curious now is it still the hut clan like i know that they're well a lot of the huts got killed in the clone wars but i'm curious yeah. if, if there's other huts out there that exist so probably on nal Hutta. I, I shit, that's the home world for them. So, I mean, I'd assume there are some huts out there. I mean, if maybe Jabba was the last one, who knows? Well, he had his son. So, the last there's Star Wars episode eight, the last Skywalker or the last Jedi. And there's Book above the last hut. Well, we never knew what happened. We never found out what happened to Jabba's uh, son from the Clone Wars. Oh, that's true. He might have just like said, "Like I hate you, Dad." And then he went to be a, you know, an engineer. Yeah, he's a he's an engineer now. I don't know though. I mean, I'm I'm excited to see just get more into the Star Wars underworld because we were supposed to with Star Wars 1313. It got canceled, unfortunately. That game was supposed to come out a long time ago. Yeah, it was. We're coming up on ten years now. I think it was 2013. It was supposed to mm-hmm. come out or 2014. But it's an so, Uncharted style Star Wars game. Yeah, and it was like when Uncharted before it had reached its peak. I think because I think that was before when Uncharted. I think that was before the fourth uncharted game came out i think it was yeah so i mean i i just want to get more in depth and like because i like the darker like side of star wars and like more criminal activity because with the beginning with solo what was the syndicate that han was a part of at the beginning oh on corellia i don't remember lady proxima's gang yeah I look up Lady Proxima right now. I don't remember like what that was, but I mean, when we got like an inside look at that, I thought that that was really interesting to see just because again, we've never seen anything like that before. I mean, again, we get a little bit of it in the Clone Wars with Maul building his empire, but now this is post, this is post galactic empire. Cause like during the galactic empire, the way I envision it was, I think the empire was sort of just making shady deals with like the, uh, like the criminal, the crime syndicates. And they also just didn't care like as much as the Republic did. Cause I think the Republic was more like, we don't want this happening under our watch. We're going to sort of like keep a watch on this. And the empire was like, I literally could not care if there's crime syndicates that are going on right now. They have so much other concerns going on. At least it's the way I look at like it. Like insurgency. Yeah. Um, like, Lady Proxima is the white worm clan. Oh, well, that's real original. The White Worm, it's called the, her affiliation with the White Worms, was a cr- criminal organization led by Lady Proxima based on Corellia that existed during the Imperial era. So, and I think, I feel like that's when like the, the criminal sin, the crime syndicates like really flourished was during the Imperial era. They did because, yeah, the, as you said, the Empire was like, we don't care. We have to deal with our own insurgency. And Sidious was like, as long, or Emperor Palpatine was like, well, as long as you're not usurping me and you're just doing your own thing, do whatever you want. And I think, I mean, even Maul, like, realized how close to the sun he flew in the Clone Wars when he got captured by Sidious. And 
it was that uh, Son of Dathomir and like little series that was happening that we never got to see in the Clone Wars. But I think even like after that, even Maul, even when Maul took over, then um, Crimson Dawn again, and he had the, those crime syndicates under his control again. Even then, I think he realized in like how close, like or how high that that syndicate could grow before it like drew too much attention because obviously you can't let something grow too big before it gets like too much attention like it's with any like gang or mafia like you look at the sopranos and i mean they their um mafia got too large and i mean it was coming to bite them in the in the tail so yeah that's what i'm expecting out of the show to be more of like a sopranos feel where um boba fett's the boss and he's like because he wants to be the boss right away and then he starts to realize, like, oh, shoot, this isn't all that it's cracked up to be. Like, he's like, I got to deal with all of these idiots trying yeah. to come for the throne. Yeah, uh, it looks like it's, like, going to be a brawl, too, because, I mean, Jabba was, I mean, it's so far from what we know, especially post and now, post-Empire, because Mando, Mando era uh, Star Wars takes place six years after Return of the Jedi, doesn't it? Uh... Six, yeah i think so it's like six or seven i want to say it's six though that was mm-hmm. the number that stuck out in my head but it's less than 10 more than five somewhere between there but i i'm curious now how the galaxy has shifted again with them trying to build the new republic and with the entire like galactic balance like out of shift because you have i mean post empire pre first order and now you have post rebellion pre resistance slash new republic um so i'm curious now i I feel like this is the perfect time for those crime syndicates to sort of flourish like while the galaxy is still in like that vulnerable state of like mixing up and trying to find a new like foothold and try to take control that's just the way i interpret it though yeah because um i I remember in mandalorian when um chapter four the sanctuary um, i just watched that episode recently when they're talking about um, like criminal activity on that world they were on, I can't remember which, what the world's called, with the the kelp farmers or whatever they're, the krell farmers or I don't know what they're doing. Um, yeah, the farmer girl. Yeah, the farmer chick. Um, and they're like, Cara Dune is like, well, you could always put submit a report to the New Republic, and he's like, yeah, like that's gonna work. Or maybe he's on Navarre. I can't remember. It was in Mandalorian. They were talking about they were making a joke about the New Republic because like they're like yeah they have they have their own problems on the core worlds right now they can't figure they're not gonna worry about us out here in the outer rim the outer rim is also just like a complete cluster like the outer rim is like the wild west of star wars like i feel like there's been so many times where we try to see like them do missions out into the outer rim and try to like sort of like rope those planets in and it just does not work at all i feel like Mm -hmm. i mean even in the high republic era you see them with the uh what's the starlight beacon yeah the starlight beacon i was trying to think of the name they make the starlight beacon so you can communicate and uh get transport access easier to the outer rim planets but even then it's like the starlight beacon in this new book it looks like it's getting destroyed from based off the cover art for it so i mean like i just think the outer rim is just one of those places where it's like you can't like sort of like you just have to let it nature take its course in this aspect yeah no i agree um it's kind of just one of those like you can try to control you can try to contain it but it's just going to do what it wants to do yeah um 
I guess kind of going along this line of like New Republic era, what characters do you think you're, we're going to see in this show? Because after last or season Amanda with Luke Skywalker showing up, I think we could get some huge cameos in um, Book of Boba Fett. I mean, just making like the safe bets. I'd say like guarantee we've already we said Mando like guarantee. I think I'm going to see Mando. I'd be surprised if we, I would be more surprised if we didn't see Mando than if we did. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, I mean, I don't think we're going to see any Jedi. If we were it'd probably be Luke, but I don't think they're going to bring Luke into their again, again in this show. Yeah. Just cause I think that that would feel a little out of place. So I don't think Luke really cares that. I mean, unless again, if like the crime syndicates become too big where it's like it warrants the attention of a Jedi Knight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll have to see how that plays out in the first episode. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. We haven't, again, this is before the first episode comes out. Um, but I think Bo-Katan, she's another Mandalorian. She might be riding with Mando still too as well. So, I mean, it's possible we might see Bo-Katan in this. Um, okay. I'm going to go big. Um, I think we're either going to see Han Solo or Chewbacca in this. I would agree. Like, I think that's, I think there could be a huge cameo of Alden Ehrenreich's Han Solo, even though, well, mm, that's not true. It would be, um, a deep faked Harrison Ford, um, Han Solo because it's, you know, after, um, I mean the time, well, I mean, it's during the time that he's Han Solo. So, um, I definitely think we're going to see him or Chewbacca just because when you talk about like the crime syndicates getting too big or too much is going down on Tatooine, I could see Han Solo and Chewbacca rolling out there just to see what's going on. And then a face or face off between Boba Fett and Han Solo. Not like, I mean, not like to the death, but like I could see them like, I don't know, having an altercation or an interaction. More so an interaction than an altercation. I couldn't yeah. see them getting a face off with one another because I think, I mean, with characters like that, be that'd be fun to see. But I think with actors like deep fakes look good, but I don't know. I think it'd be tough to do that. I mean, they hired that guy who did the Luke Skywalker deep fake. So yeah. I, I don't mean, know. I, uh, it, Lucasfilm actually hired it. So. I, I would I would not rule out a deep fake Han Solo. Um, shit, they could even get Harrison Ford to come back and do it. Just do the voice. Um, I, they'd have Harrison Ford back to record. Yeah, or maybe even do it in person, but like just to record like lines. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't. I they did that with. Uh, I mean, in a deep fake mark hamill in but they essentially computer generated his face and had him record lines on top of a body double um yeah sorry i was getting a message there um i i think if they i think that they would do both han solo and chewbacca i i would like to see both of them in it and you and i had both said that we think elton ehrenreich has he signed a contract for three movies mm-hmm and he's he said that they still have two other movies that they haven't done. I don't know if the contract translates over to Disney Plus shows, but I mean, I would like to see Han Solo show up in this. I think that'd be pretty dope. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, who knows now at this point if Han and Leia are separated? I would imagine they are because if the Force Awakens takes place twenty years after 
um the return of the jedi he kind of, they kind of had to have kylo ren like nine months like literally nine months after this death star had blown up so i think then six years luke probably already has ben solo at this point um so i feel like you this is the point. So? yeah i mean i mean he's six years old yeah i mean young you think we'd see young ben solo no not in this yeah because that'd be then luke would show up as well but i think for han like his character like when we pick up with him in the force awakens he says that he goes back to the only thing that he knows that he's good at and that is smuggling so i mean it's not it's not out of reach to say that maybe han solo does make an appearance in this just sort of briefly or because i don't think that they would want to i mean maybe they would still use him more in it but i think that's hansel is one of those characters where they sort of want to be like a little more careful about just because he didn't get as much backlash with his return to the sequel trilogy and i think people are like mostly happy with how his character sort of resolved at least i am i i'm fine with the way that han solo died yeah i am too um that's why I think they can use him in this because it may, I mean, I guess we have to see how the episode plays out. Cause it's kind of hard to say if it makes sense for him to show up. Mm-hmm. Han Solo cardboard cutout outside the office kind of just scared me real quick. I was looking like, who's out there right now? Like, Oh yeah, it's Han Solo. Um, I got a hard, I got a Han Solo cardboard cut for those who don't know. I got a Han Solo cardboard cutout for my 18th birthday and it's pretty hype. It just resides in my parents' basement. Cause they didn't want anyone stealing it from my dorm room. So it's, he just remains here now. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, it depends. It really depends on how the show is going. I think we're more likely to see Han and Chewie. I, at least. I I think we the highest likelihood we have to see is Chewie. Because if you're thinking like, if you think about it practically, Chewbacca is the easiest person to do because you don't have to pay to get Mark Hamill or uh, Harrison Ford in to record lines. You don't have to worry about deep faking. All you, you have to have the Chewbacca costumes. They have the Chewbacca sounds. Eunice Suatama or whatever his name is. He's a total champion of Star Wars. He would 100% come back and do it in a heartbeat. He's been like one of the only people from the sequels like to be championing it the whole time. Hey, shout out to him. Yeah, he's a, he's a great ambassador for the brand. Um, So I don't know. I think of everybody. I think he's the most likely to show up because you know, they're not going to do Princess Leia. Um, out of the original, like out of character, like out of like original trilogy characters. Yeah, I think she's the least likely to show up, just because of. And you're saying Chewbacca is the most likely because I think there's other characters that'll show that are way more likely to show up in this. I mean, of the big, like the big, yeah, hero crew. I think Bosk is definitely could show up. I think. Oh no, Deng- we'll definitely see Bosk. Uh, Dengar definitely possibility. I think we'll see or get a name drop with him. Yeah, it like how yeah, I can see his old like. The, the crew, because we were just watching Empire Strikes Back upstairs with our parents because our mom wanted to watch what, a Star Wars movie. Um, yeah, we get, we're a nerdy family. <laughs> we'll probably see an IG unit as well. And we can see IG-88. Didn't he? Oh, he's still alive. Yeah. He? I don't know. I think he's still, I don't know. I don't know what happened to IG-88. IG-11 died, but I mean, I 88 is probably still out there. Um, I boss, yeah. I definitely, we've already seen a couple Trandoshans in the trailers. God, I hope Bosk shows up. I love Trend Oceans. They live a long time. They live like 150 years, don't they? Yeah, brother, they're lizards. Yeah. They're they, literally lizard people. 
yeah, they have a very long lifespan. So I think, I definitely think we'll see a Trandoshan. Yeah. Probably not just any Trandoshan, but Bosk, the bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. Bosk is probably definite. Because him and Boba Fett had a good relationship during the Clone Wars as well. They did. And then they might have had a falling out. I don't know if they did. Well, I mean. That could be interesting. I mean, speaking of like having a falling out then, because it happened in the Bad Batch where we finally saw Cad Bane again and you saw the metal plate on his head. And in the Clone Wars, one of the uh, unreleased episodes or one of the unfinished episodes that released on YouTube there's the stand-up between Boba Fett and Cad Bane, and it's how Boba Fett got the dent in his helmet. And he, sh- they were in a standoff, like a Western standoff, and Boba Fett shot him in the head. But we actually find find out then that Cad Bane survived, and he has that metal plating on his head, so he didn't die. I don't know how long Duro's people live. That's what Cad Bane is. His race is though. I would love to see him in live action. God, if I would love to see Cad Bane in the show. Yeah, he's one of those, like, here's the deal, though. If he shows up in live action, he needs to be done perfectly. Otherwise, his voice needs to be, like, the exact same. Yeah, if they change his voice, if they, like, change the appearance where he, like, I I don't, it doesn't sell me. Yeah, he needs to look like a Western outlaw. Like, he's he's got got that cowboy hat on. He's got those boots on. He has, like, the the blasters, like, those dual blasters that he always has. Yeah, he's got, well, he didn't have the trench coat in Bad Batch, which I didn't mind, but he just has like that look, like that grizzled, like bounty hunter look. Like he's like sick, like I see him has like a Clint Eastwood, like an older Clint Eastwood. And he's the kind of bounty hunter, Cad Bane is the type of bounty hunter who doesn't really care about like the other implications that are going on with the bounty. He's just there to get the job done and get paid. Like that's all he cares about. Yeah, I could see him coming in and having big beef with Boba Fett. Yeah, I would be a fan of that. I th- I I don't know. I feel like they don't introduce him in Bad Batch if they're not going to bring him in later. That's true. I mean, because they did like they didn't need to bring him back. Like everyone assumed that he was dead. Yeah, they did not need to bring him back, and Dave did. And when Dave brings somebody back, he's got a plan with them. Like he didn't just introduce Maul just to like have him be crazy in a t- in like a, a hole. Like he had a plan with him, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that the when they brought back. Um. Then when they brought back Cad, they they have a plan. Yeah, I think that there's some there. There will definitely be a payoff with him. I think he, out of everyone that we've talked about, I think he's the most likely to show up though in this. Oh no, I think Bosk is the most likely. I think he is the next most likely. I I I think Cad Bane is more likely than Bosk, but I think those are like just tied for like first. Fair enough. But if I had to like say if someone was like looking at me and they said you have to pick one, I'd say it's Cad Bane. Like if that's like just for me, and that's who I'd want. To, that's who I would want to see the most as well as a fan, just because I love Cad Bane and I loved him in the Clone Wars. Yeah, the thing is, I don't want to get myself too amped on him showing up and then for him just to not show up or even be hinted at. <laughs> well, I'm not going to get amped, but I mean, I have to like have hopes as a fan. Well, I remember after Chapter Five of Mandalorian, the Gunslinger episode with whoever's walking up to. Um, Fennec Shan's body the spurs were like a key indicator of Boba Fett but you and I were like this had better be what if this is Cad Bane what if it's Cad Bane yeah we weren't right about that one no I mean we kind of knew it was Boba Fett but we were like ah that'd be cool if it was Cad Bane yeah like the logical answer was Boba Fett but we're like if it's not Boba Fett it has to be Cad Bane I mean I think Cad Bane at this point 
is the best bounty hunter in Star Wars. I'm sure Boba Fett will take that title back after this series is over. Well, maybe. We'll see. I think he will, but... Probably, but you know. Imagine Boba Fett dies at the end of this. Well, here's the thing, because like I feel like all of the footage in the trailers have been in like the first episode. The sequence of events, like when he's not in the back to tank... And he's not in like his rugged clothes where like he's post Sarlacc pit. They look like they all take around at the same time. Yeah. So I wonder if there's some crazy stuff that'll go down. Do you think like Fennec Shand will betray him? No. You don't think she'll betray him? No. He saved her life. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't know. Also, I just really don't care about Fennec Shand's character. Yeah. You know, I I didn't either because I heard Ming-Na Wen like kind of convinced Dave Filoni to keep her around. And I was like. I mean, like, she's not a bad character. She's just, like, not a character. I'm like, oh, yeah, Fennec Shan. I mean, I'm not pumping my fist. Like, I thought she was... I liked her episode in Mando, the first one in season one. I thought that was cool where they had to... I love the speeder bike chase where they had to shoot the flares in the sky. Like, I thought that was a really dope, dope scene. Yeah. And then she came back, and I was like, okay, you're back. I don't really care. It's not like it changes my outlook on your character that much. And she showed up in Bad Batch, which was fine, too. But, I mean, she's one of those characters that's like, okay, you're just in this show. I'm not, like, against her character, but I'm also not mm-hmm. championing, championing her character. No, yeah. I was... She's kind of a lazy bounty hunter. Yeah, she just... No. I was mad that she beat Cad Bane in the Bad Batch. So. Yeah, that was kind of that was, that was a little that was a little frustrating. But um, so I'm doing a rewatch of Mando with my girlfriend because she wants to watch it. She really likes it right now. She's a, in love with Baby Yoda. She thinks it's the cutest thing on planet Earth. Um, she doesn't know his name's Grogu yet, but I guess I could probably tell her she wouldn't care. Um, <laughs> but uh, we've spoiled the entire show for her, so <laughs> sorry. Well, she's not. Well, she probably will listen. I don't know. Um, oh, one second. I might sneeze here. <coughs> Bless you. <coughs> Bless you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, oh shoot, where was it? Oh yeah, so chat. We we the last episode we watched was chapter five, bro. Some of the like the dialogue in that episode is mm, dicey at points with like Toro Calican and uh fennec shand there some of their lines i'm sitting there and i'm like okay this is a little hard to listen to right now yeah i didn't like the guy who played that young bounty hunter didn't he go on like a huge anti-disney rant or a huge anti-sequel trilogy rant yeah he said something about the little rise of skywalker when it came out and i was like dude you're lucky that you were even in star Wars." like he was like the rise of skywalker is so stupid and again it's like okay fine you can say these things but like dude you need to understand your place like in disney like, yeah, I get being frustrated with the movie, but you cannot sit there as someone who was cast in one of the movies and say, oh, like the sequel trilogy actors had so much more power and like, yeah, the ability to say that than some dude who was in one episode of The Mandalorian and his character got killed. Yeah. Yeah. And he wasn't even that good. I didn't care about his character at all. No. I just like the episode because it had a cool chase scene and they first showed that you can actually speak to um, Tuscan Raiders. Tuscan Raiders. That you can actually communicate with them. So Using sign language. Shout out. Yeah. I mean, I... Yeah, I'm excited to see what will happen in Boba Fett, but the, the footage that we've seen so far, it's definitely been 
limited because they don't sh- they haven't showed like any action sequences but the guy who's doing most of the show robert rodriguez if i'm correct he's doing a fair portion of, he's directing a fair portion of the episodes i think yeah he's been like he's like this show is going to over deliver like you are going to love this well because he did episode uh five of season two for mando mm-hmm. so i mean and that was like the best that for boba fett fans like that's everything you could have ever hoped for i think I mean, I'm just going to disregard the last episode. That's the best episode of season two. Oh yeah. And, um, the, the meditation stone. Yeah. Like the, like the action and set pieces and the way like they choreographed that whole like fight with Boba Fett, the brutality of it was just insane. So I think that I think the show is going to be very, very good and I'm excited to see what he does with it, but we have not seen a lot of the fight and action sequences, which I'm happy that we haven't because some shows like in trailers reveal a little too much. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know much of anything going into this besides it's underworld. And he's ruling with respect. Basically. Um, uh, under over how many for, okay. So I guess the under over on five times we see seismic charges in this show under over five. Yeah. Under. Yeah, I guess five is a little too. How about three? Under. Do you think we'll see it once? Probably once or twice. Yeah. I don't think they're. That's not something that they need. They only did it twice in Attack of the Clones. They only did it once in Mando. It's not something where they're like, oh, you see this? Like, we're going to do this like 10. They'd be overdoing it. I think like it ruins like the the wow factor. Sounds of like it. a sequel trilogy. What's that? Sounds like Rise of Skywalker. Hey, did you see that? We're going to do it again. Yeah. I mean, I th- seismic charges are something where it's like, I don't want to hear five seismic charges blow up like consecutively. Well, you say that now until it happens. Then you're really happy it did. That's true. I mean, yeah, it's the best sound in Star Wars. So true. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just thinking about Boba Fett. I'm excited for the show to come out. I'm I'm itching for more Star Wars content and I think it'll be really, really good. Yeah, it's going to be. It'll be something. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to finally get back in more like live action Star Wars content releasing because it's been a while. Visions was good, but Bad Batch wrapped up back in the end of July. So like yeah. it's been a while now. It's been a really long time. It has. So it's it's time indeed um i don't have no i'm thinking about it yeah i don't know how i don't think i have anything else for boba fett but um i don't don't either no so uh i guess um what am i thinking here what do i normally say yeah where can they find us well um if you guys enjoyed the episode feel free to share this with other people you can find us on spotify the legionnaire um if you want to reach out to us on instagram twitter or tiktok our tagline is at legionnaire pod if you want to talk to us on email as well our email for this is legionnaire podcast at gmail.com but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this episode if you're excited for book of boba fett let us know we try to add questions slash comments in our episodes when we upload them 
and you are able to reply to them. So more interaction with people would be always enjoyable. But yeah, you can also rate on Spotify. Give us five stars. Or one if you don't like it. I mean, we're not going to tell you what to rate us. It'd be nice if I we will. got five stars. It'd be, I will. I hope we get five stars. But I mean, if we get some ones, then I mean, we'll write it down and we'll say, sorry, <laughs> we'll do better next time. Noted. But yeah, I guess with that, we're excited for Boba Fett to come out. Share it with someone you think would like. Reach out to us if you have any questions. And with that, I'll let Cal send us away. We are Legion. Legion.